The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Ah, yes. Music to my ears. The go team of the Senior Bowl. (laughs) The Cowboys stampeding to yet another victory over the New York football giants. The go team of the NFL. (laughs) They did what Nate wanted them to do. What did they do? Well, we thought it was real funny when Nate predicted the score in your place yeah to be 100 to nothing <laughs> i love it and they were on track and when it was 28 to nothing i could only laugh <laughs> <laughs> well you think about it they were on track it was uh first six quarters of this season against the giants it was 68 to nothing man so yeah. if they just keep on keeping on they were getting close right. to 100 to nothing Wow. That's what I said. Wow. And they got off to a slow start. Yeah. That's that was right. a fast start. They used to get <laughs> in the end zone. <laughs> hey, man. Came three this inches short. Be, this is going to be a revolving topic. Jeez, us in the red zone. The one handed yeah. catch by CD on the first drive of the game mm-hmm. that did not result in points was a precursor of things to come. Yes, it was. The Cowboys could beat that Giants team with one hand tied behind <laughs> their back. <laughs> Quite literally. We don't have to see them anymore this year, so let's just be cocky as hell. We're done with the Giants. We're done with New York. Shut up, Giants. We're done with New York. That and the uh, head referee. From Lubbock, Texas, Brad Brad Rogers. Rogers. Mm -hmm. Uh, My wife said, how do you know that? Because he did a preseason game, and it's my job to look up where these referees are from. That's right. That's right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, after. uh, She's from Lubbock, so that's why why I said, hey, this referee here, he's from Lubbock. He's your homeboy. Go ahead, Mickey. After Brad uh, Rogers gave the coin to former President Bush, to flip it without asking the Giants what they wanted to call. <laughs> they flipped and he picked it up and he goes, oh, you didn't give me your call. You didn't ask for it. You didn't ask for it. <laughs> so President Bush got to do it again. Uh, oh, only God. Bush. False start. Only Bush. With only that would happen to Bush. Okay. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> And things went downhill from there for the Giants. For the Giants, Giants, right. (laughs) Well, where do you start? Um, I'm going to put it this way. And I know we've got these lists here of all these firsts and mosts Mm -hmm. and everything the Cowboys accomplished. But to me, and I had said on Friday that their mission now is to win four straight games mm-hmm. to get to nine and three when the Eagles come into town on December 10th. And this was the first step. 
and against a team that was playing a third-string quarterback who had not started, a rookie uh, named Tommy DeVito, uh, that um, this is what you should do to a team like that. And they did what they were supposed supposed to to do. do. Well, it wasn't Tommy DeVito's fault. No, I'm saying, but he was playing. (laughs) Well, Here's the worst part. So the first half, they didn't want him throwing the ball, right? They were going to run, run, run. We talked Mm -hmm. about that, didn't we, Mm -hmm. last week? And they tried. And you know what? At halftime, they had 11 yards rushing. Yeah. And this was a team. (laughs) And they went backwards from there on the first possession of the third quarter. And and this was a team that in seven of nine games rushed for 100 yards. Now, they ended up with 100 yards, but at 28 to nothing, they had 11. And that – and the Cowboys, this was their military appreciation game, and they honored 16 Medal of Honor winners. So there were more Medal of Honor winners <laughs> out at halftime than the Giants had rushing yards, if you want to look at it that way. That's, That's how dominating it was. Well, the passing yards weren't much better. No. <laughs> no, no. Well, and, and Barkley... The, the leading rusher at halftime for for the Giants was Tommy DeVito. Wow. He had seven. Barkley had one. And then you could tell he was getting a little frustrated, DeVito, because after one scramble, he just kind of like got up like, you guys are nowhere <laughs> close to open <laughs> down the field. They weren't open, and he was getting sacked. And yeah, and yeah they're way too close to me back here. So, yeah, yeah he, he seemed very frustrated. Well, I, I, I think he knew that that was the, the shape of things to come. I think the, the, their biggest play of the game was his, was it a 41-yard run? He wound up with 41 yards rushing. Oh, okay. That's where I had the 41. He rushed. He ran for a 19-yard run. Mm-hmm. Barkley ended up with a 21-yard run. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it, w- it was quite dominating. But, again, I thought the Cowboys kept it in, in perspective. It's like we got to just worry about ourselves mm-hmm. and get better and not worry about the opponent, the opponent's record, who they don't have playing, who they do have playing at quarterback. And I'm paraphrasing. or you know, And even McCarthy pointed out, this is why the NFL is so tough, because you have injuries, you've got to play through them, and it's hard. Yeah, he's, he's been on that side right. of the coin. Yeah, and, and I like the game because – as we started to pull away, we started to work on things that we needed to work on. Mm-hmm. You know, we started getting the ball to people who, okay, it's your time now. All right, you ready? Here, let's let's see what you got. Do you know we're Jalen lead Brooks you in the was future. on the team? <laughs> That's, his, yeah, his first NFL first down, first NFL catch. Catch and yards. That was yeah, cool. it was great. Was, and watching, you know, Cooks. Everybody talked about getting Cooks involved. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about that last week. And they did. Hello, yeah. I'm here. There you go. 173 yeah. yards. Yeah. I mean, in good fashion. It wasn't just, you know, oh, by the way stuff. I mean, he was pretty dynamic in, in his routes. Uh, even uh, after the catch, he did some things that I could see him taking advantage of in the future as well. And another thing we talked about last week was Rico Dowdle. That's right. And having him <laughs> be that physical powerhouse and he was yesterday he just was running through the Giants defense and so that was fun to see and honestly 
I was thinking of Nate in Frisco. I was like, <laughs> right. Nate, he repeats <laughs> it over and over. And Rico. He, Rico. Rico Dowdle. Rico Dowdle. <laughs> 12 he was great. carries for 79 yards. And those were hard, hard and a yards. Tu- and like a touchdown, by the yeah. way. So, he, um, he sh- and those were all career highs for him, by the way. I, I thought he should have been the one to take the fourth down. I thought the so first too. fourth down. Right. Yeah, I don't think I agree. Uh, it it seemed end. like they felt obligated to put Pollard back in there. That's right, and, and you know, I, I think, I mean, let's be real. They knew that there was, it wouldn't be a, if things were in their hands, which it was, that it wouldn't be a game to where that was going to be some game-changing mistake, right? If we, if Pollard didn't make it, I think he felt very confident that his defense was going to do just what they did, mm-hmm. smother them. Okay, we'll stay down here. We'll be down here for a while because they're going to smother you. Uh, on your offense. And I'm not saying they, you know, can't – they mismarked the fourth down run or the third down run, mm-hmm. but I still don't understand why they then come up with a better method on the goal line to figure if the ball hit the goal right, line right. or not. Because they can't see. They can't see. It's just that simple. Tech Schramm back in 1989 wanted to put a chip in the ball mm-hmm. and do some laser thing on the goal that, that line. That makes a lot of sense. He was his Why thinking was ahead of our technology. Yeah, yeah it works for my, me and my car. <laughs> <laughs> I got this key fob here. I mean, it works there. It can work on anything. Why not? But anyway, doesn't work on my truck. My check engine <laughs> light's still on. And they say it's because of the chip. It's not. <laughs> uh oh, the chip. Well, it's it's coming over from overseas. It's on some cargo. Uh-huh. That's right. So it's not f- foolproof. Um, I, on the Rico Dowdle and Tony Pollard, what I'm hoping is now going forward, now that. We've established that Rico can do this, okay, that maybe Rico can take the Zeke role and Pollard can be in the Pollard role. I, I think maybe they're working and a may, little bit closer to that. Where they're, yeah, we can call Tony still the lead back, Yeah, but there are things that Tony Pollard does that um, well, you they, want to they free can, him up to be able to do those things. Right. They can still start Tony. Yeah. But a right. battle will be the change of pace mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Still start toning now. Dottle comes. It, in. it is interesting. I think it was on the Fox broadcast. They were talking. Rico seems like the one that has some extra juice. It's <laughs> like they would be excited about Pollard for four or five years. Right. <laughs> Something about the back. It's like the backup quarterback. If, you, if you're on a bad team, the backup quarterback's always the most popular guy in right, town. Right. And now the backup running back's the most popular guy in town. And Pollard had some really good runs yes, yesterday, he too. Yeah. He okay. had some right. powerful oh, runs yes, against the defense but, yes, I but when you're was, the guy that yeah. has to be the guy that runs between the tackles mm-hmm. you you average four yards a carry instead of five and a half yards that's a carry right. exactly or four and a half a yards a carry God, instead he, of five he ran, and a half. rico ran so angry well mm-hmm. and, and and the one thing um i noticed uh, that and it was in that first drive uh it was second and seven at the 25 and they threw that pitch out left to doddle and he hesitated and cut back in. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, see, Pollard seems to be in a hurry too many times to, to hit the line. And he hesitated and and got his block and moved back in. Yeah. And um, I don't know how many yards he went. To, uh, um, 
but yeah, it was a, it was. Which play are you talking? Oh, you're talking the, in the first drive of the, the game. Drives. It went twenty yards. Twenty yards, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, that's right. I put twenty one and I scratched it. That looked like twenty nine. Yeah, twenty yard run, and, and it, it was good because he, he he wasn't in a hurry. And I said, okay, let's keep him going. And let's keep this good thing going. And and, and when you look at the schedule. That there's a real good chance this good thing will keep going. Mm-hmm. And that's the next step on my four-game mission. Carolina, one and eight. And backup quarterback probably, right? So you, not to – I know the former Giant over here doesn't want me ragging on the Giants, but um, do you think they might have the worst team in the league right now? They were pretty bad. He's – He's talking to his Giants <laughs> friends on the phone right now. No, I'm actually, <laughs> it's just I'm actually looking at this schedule and trying to see who is worse than the Giants, if anyone. Is it the I next think opponent? it may be Carolina. Yeah. But they keep in mind that Carolina Panthers just two weeks ago beat the Houston Texans. And all of a sudden, the last two weeks, the Houston Texans are one of the, Noah Brown. the hottest yeah, teams in the league. Noah Brown, bro. Uh-huh. Noah Brown. I mean, this guy's like lighting it up. He's CD now from the past two Carolina weeks. Carolina won a 15-13 game over Houston a couple of weeks ago. And the both in teams, Carolina? it was at Carolina, and both teams were coming off a bye. And um, then Houston last week, has their they rally in the final minutes to win, okay, in the last play of the game, basically, C.J. Stroud. And then what do they do on against Cincinnati this week? Same thing. If they don't have those last-minute drives, we're talking about Houston instead of being, what are they, 5-4 and four now? Mm-hmm. They, or 6-4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they don't have those drives, they are – you reverse that record. They're 4-6. and six, you Are know? they tied but for the lead in, in that division? They're close to it. I don't have it in front of me right now. But – well, Jacksonville um, had a five-game win streak, but and there's another couple of teams that were coming off a bye, and San Francisco had lost three in a row. Jacksonville had won five in a row going into their bye week, and you just knew San Francisco, even though they were playing at Jacksonville, was going to wipe them off the field, which they did. Because and a lot of it has to do with how they were playing going into the bye and their extra mm-hmm. motivation those t- those players have coming out of it. Well, the little I saw of Carolina's game, they can't protect Bryce Young. That's the, that's the issue, right? Same issue the Giants have. Yeah, and then they lost Neil early in the game, right? Uh, but that doesn't. Excuse well, they lost Andrew. Tom, the, Tom, the Giants Tom. lost Andrew Tom. Tom's, Evan Neal yeah. wasn't playing because yeah. he, he was hurt already last out, yeah. right? And those are their two first round draft pick tackles. Yeah. And so, Houston's five and four. Five and four. Yes. Okay. That's a surprising five and it four. It is right. It is. But again, you got to play. And and if uh, they didn't have the rallies here the last couple of weeks, they'd be three and six, and we wouldn't even be talking about them. But but again, looking ahead to Carolina, they they have shown signs of being capable in the last couple of weeks right. because of that. Well, well the they, Giants any time that a team cannot protect their quarterback, they are in trouble with mm-hmm. us. Yeah. If, if whatever problems they're having, if they can't protect the quarterback, that is where we feast. They're, yeah, yeah, our defense is coming for the yes, quarterback. It was for, proven be a yesterday. Tom DeVito was sacked how many times? <laughs> and it was just, you know, yeah. they just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Well, it was five times. <laughs> five times. And they came out. 
the second half saying, okay, we're going to have to throw the ball because we got <laughs> we 11 yards rushing. Yeah. And what happened? One first down. First play. Dante Fowler, D. Dante Law, back Fowler to back. and Lawrence sacked him back to back plays. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and he's, the poor guy's facing, uh, what was it, second? He had second and 17, third and 26. What was the most amazing thing, though, you saw in the Cowboys box score? Well, there Offense w- or defense? There was a lot. I was, I went, well, we had like uh, 20 first downs to their one. At one point in the game. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And that they, was crazy. They were 0 yeah. for 12 on third down. I, I would say 640 yards total off. Which was the second most in Cowboys history. Right. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And the most. Going back to 1966 in Dandy Don Meredith. And somebody, no, somebody figured out the discrepancy. Between 640 and 172 was the most in 44 years. It was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. At one point. And then the Giants had that last drive, which cut down on whatever the discrepancy was. Yeah. Whatever the difference was. 75. On the last drive of the game. So that's the second most amount of yards. The second biggest differential between yardage yardage for two teams. And that's going back to all time. I mean, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Since. Yeah. It went back to the 40s, I think. Yeah. 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 But the go the, ahead. The uh, Yours. the most amazing thing on the box score was that Michael Parsons' name does not appear. Is that crazy? <laughs> he got zeroed out. Uh-huh. Wild. That was crazy. That's, so you, uh, you, your team wins forty nine to seventeen. That doesn't mean that he didn't impact the game at all, but he just didn't impact the <laughs> statistics of the game. He, he just went by the quarterback. Yeah, boo. That's oh, what, I feel for Bryce. <laughs> that's what it seemed like. He just uh, passed by. Boo. <laughs> make, step make, up into danger. You yeah, know what? he let uh, Jordan's Armstrong, Neville Gallimore, <laughs> right, yeah, and everyone else. You guys go get him. I'll yeah. just say boo when I get that's, past yeah. that's one thing Bryce Young does not want to see, that Parsons was shut out of the box score last week. <laughs> well, and, and the other he thing. He ain't going to be shut out this week. If you noticed that they started Evans at linebacker. I, I, did, I almost texted I did you guys. That. Yes. And he had a game. He had, tw- had uh, 28. 28 snaps. And so Bell he played 22. 49% of the of the snaps. And you know why that happened? Because Bell was on the injury list this week. Yeah, but not only that, they thought we got to be strong against the mm-hmm. run, so yeah. we're going I mean, you know what? At uh, oh, we're over. Marquise Bell uh, looks pretty strong against the run to me. They <laughs> they were playing a five-man defensive front. He had five defensive linemen up there and one linebacker. And majority of that was Parsons and they weren't getting by the five uh very much. Um Evans, what was his numbers? Evans had two tackles. I believe. Two but the leading times. tackler on the team had four. And that was Duran Bland. When, when you're was, as inept as the Giants' offense was, they don't run very many plays. It looked like plays. everyone was making the tackle. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. there were plays I couldn't tell who made the tackle. Mm-hmm. You could have picked any, any of five people. Another appearance from nowhere. Mozzie Smith had 11, three tackles. Two in a row. Two in a row. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. Maybe they got something here. Just get, take some mm-hmm. time, some time for some. I must admit, guys. I was kind of dogging him at the time that he made his two tackles. I was sitting there talking to my buddy, like this guy, man. We, I haven't heard his name. Like, yeah, what about that guy? I don't know, but there he goes. We just heard his name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just getting started on a Monday edition of Mix Shots, and we will be back in just a moment. 
I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite and the cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. Did you hear me kill it last week? So I did listen on Friday <laughs> on my drive, and you did great. Thank except you. I will note, mm. I know that Chris did not cue you like he cues me. I was so, so hurt. I, I thought it was personal. He did, apologized. He apologized. Did Everson say, say something he shouldn't have said? No. No. Okay. No. no, Chris didn't say my name. He didn't say, he didn't say go, go, Everson. Like, go Everson. Yeah, he's like, go no. <laughs> <laughs> but you did great, and I feel like you're going to have to continue to, to do that the rest of this you week. You can have That's it. That's right, because well, the rest of this tomorrow. week. I'll take care of it tomorrow. Savannah's out the rest of the week. Mm -hmm. yes. How was that wonderful drive through Louisiana? It actually was not Good. too bad. I didn't get to stop at the... The cafe you recommended, uh -huh. I was I was hauling through, but I made it. Very good. Daytime, 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 and then it's good daytime driving. Right, Louisiana's not good nighttime driving. Well, then yesterday morning, since we had the game yesterday, I drove from Lafayette at four thirty in the morning straight to AT and T Stadium for wow. the game. Wow, pretty good soldier, yeah, huh? It is. Yes, I was a little. How long's that drive? Hours. Five hours. Yeah, been there. Been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. We lot. made it through. We made it through, and <laughs> the win made it all worth it, you know? It sure does. Doesn't it make it bad? Way to go. It really does. It's like you're driving on the Did climb. you get your prediction right? Oh, what no, was actually, it? I, <laughs> I can't even Actually, remember. we had predicted the oh, Cowboys I had, I had to win. Don, I had Donovan Wilson for my click to pick, mm -hmm. but my score was 35 to 10. Oh, so, you, were, you were closer than anybody. Except for, well, no, yeah. I was, that was my score, too. Yeah, mine was what thirty to fourteen. 
And Bill came in at 19 to 3. <laughs> because I went back through history. We know. We know. Went back through history, and I was looking for a late December Cowboys win in an in a season that ended in a three <laughs> over the Giants because in we, honor we, of Tommy DeVito. Up. Oh, what a night. Late December back in 2003. <laughs> Cowboys beat the Giants 19 to three. And so that's what I went with. Bill yeah. actually had uh, Ferguson had a touchdown. I took the easy, easy way out there. Savannah had Donovan Wilson. I had Duran Bland. Oh, no. I had Everson Bland. took Bland, so yeah. I took Damone Clark. I stepped oh, so what did Bland do? Wait, what did Bland did, do? I thought I had a pick. Had and pick. Right. Bland had a pick. Yeah, you got it's that almost, one. Bland having a pick is almost like Jake Ferguson having a touchdown. That's a, such an easy pick. All right, so we're going to eliminate Parsons, Bland, and Ferguson. <laughs> and Dak. <right. laughs> Uh, Although Nate was close at 100 to nothing. He was. He was adamant. Too. Did he have a pick to click? I, I thought it was Demarcus Lawrence. Am I wrong? Uh, I, Did you he know even what? care All to I, tell us? I just wrote yeah, well, down. That's that's once he said 100 to nothing, then we just, yeah, we we just, just started laughing. From there, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he was doing, they were doing their post-game wrap-up outside the locker room. And uh, I was walking by. I was headed back up to the press box, and I wrote on my thing, 100 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to distract them, right? That's uh, fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Isn't it much, and, much more fun when they win 100 to nothing? And, by the way, another guy put his hand up in air and said, I'm here, Michael Gallup. Mm-hmm. He needed that, man. Yes. And that was a he Michael Gallup that. touchdown That's catch. That's the Michael Gallup that we're talking about. Yeah. And it was only two catches, but it yeah. was two, two big damn good catches. Down One the of them was catches. in the end zone. So here's the deal. And, and it sounded like what the Giants were doing is they were going to play man on the Cowboys receivers. And it's like, say what? Mm-hmm. You got somebody that, because they had a Dory Jackson, I don't know how out. much he was out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what do you what are you thinking about? And then um, Banks got hurt, I believe. First round draft pick. He didn't come back. I don't right. believe. And they were they were traveling him with CD early in the game. Yeah. And so they didn't they didn't you know they tried at times doubling CD, but the most of the time. Cook was in man coverage. Mm-hmm. He was in man coverage doing those crossing routes mm-hmm. all the way, and he's just burning them left and right. There were on some of those, it showed the replay, it was on one of the crossing routes, and there were like three different receivers that Dak could have thrown it to. Yeah. You know? That's true. That were open. Well, one thing that you saw, and I wish they had found this out earlier, I don't know what they were thinking, but if you want someone like Cook or CD to get off, you need to put them in the slot or move them. Right. It's much harder to jam a receiver. Even that one half a step off the line of scrimmage, it makes all the difference in the world. If I'm lined up close to a guy, this the line of scrimmage, you know, the DBs, we, we have our heads like almost off sides. The receiver's trying to be as close as he can to the line of scrimmage. That's an easy jam. I mean, you're right there. If you miss him there, you shouldn't be on the field. But if you step him off a half a step, he has room to really gain the leverage on you. And that seems to be they're going to target the receivers that are either moving 
or off the line of scrimmage versus press. Right. Because that gives them that gives our, our receivers a chance to get a clean get off as opposed to being rerouted somewhere you don't want to go. And then they tried playing zone, and that didn't work. Well, now you, you got nobody in front of us now. Right. Your wide receivers got free release. And so they, yeah, it, they made them pay. But that that's good going forward that team's going to say, oh, this Cooks guy, he, he might still have something there. And then that'll, right? and that'll leave Gallup open man to man, and you're running right by him. And they actually, um, if I had this right, they started Tolbert. In place of Gallup, mm-hmm. you know, I, th- I think he had. Did he have a catch or two? Yeah, two two catches. Two catches, in game. right? Yeah. Yep. For two yards, <laughs> he must have had a one for a loss when they tried that smoke screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they they used him liberally. Got Deuce Vaughn in the game, returning punts. Had an eleven yarder, broke a tackle. Um, Turpin was out. Um, my understanding is. He was close to playing, but since he didn't practice all week, they thought it was best that uh, to wait till next week. So I think was it ribs from last week or a shoulder? Shoulder. I, I, it looked like a shoulder when he got hurt, and then yeah. I thought they said during the week something about ribs. I thought they did too. And maybe that's where I got it. I got it from Everson. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I uh, but, believe they, listened. which I think it it tells you a lot about him a week ago. Yes, because the play that he got hurt and then he came. He remained came in the game and caught a touchdown pass yeah. after it. That just right. shows his toughness. Was a clutch touchdown, yeah. too. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. And then um, Vanderesh is eligible to come off. Um, I, I think they're still looking at some things there. Plus, you got three games in 12 days again yeah, now coming up there's here. There's no sense, right? Because he's not going to be able to practice much because they'll go light this week in. They may have a, a padded practice on Thursday, maybe depending and on they what won't they have decide. The, the next, next week, week and, and yeah, so probably in the next two weeks. We'll see what happens there. I also uh, heard that Willetsko's uh, pretty close to starting his three-week uh, ramp up off of uh, IR. Mm. Uh, and who was the other one? Oh, uh, and Mike mentioned something during the press conference. I can't remember if it was Friday on the conference call or Thursday. Something about steel. They had to look into something. Uh, I've I've found out that he has been nursing something, he not worked. enough to keep him off the field, but enough to uh, hamper his ability to push off to the left. So it must be his right knee that he mm-hmm. had fixed, maybe. And if and remember both sacks last week, yep. he got beat inside. Yes, but he didn't get beat this game. I was gonna say he looked good to me. Yeah, he looked good to me. You know, it's, if memory serves me right, no matter what the sport is, over the course of time, if a guy seems to be underperforming, then what your expectations are, usually he's nursing something. Mm-hmm. Right. And he doesn't want to say anything. Yeah, he's yeah. not enough to be on an injury report. Right. But there are so many things you don't want to that tip, these you don't players want to tip the opposition to. Well, and it, it's not enough to keep him out of practice, right. even. You know, and, and the only reason you're on an injury report is you're out of practice, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, right? It's not enough, but it's bumps, it's bruises, it's whatever. But it does limit your ability to play, and you just play through it, fight through it, and then in a week or two, it's better, and and all's good again. But to his credit, Savannah, we saw it. He faced. The music on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Right. 
in the locker room right mm -hmm. stood there and answered questions for a good five six seven minutes so uh the guys that their defensive line i can't recall uh what we what was the report on them uh were they pretty good did they have a lot of injuries were they backups well they lost well, thibodeau <clears throat> in the game i think it was was a concussion? concussion yep yeah <laughs> i'm sorry that's <laughs> he played the whole first half. Yeah, but he played, and, I, and somebody said something about, well, he, he got hurt. And I said, oh, I didn't even know he was in the game. No. Because they announced he wasn't coming back. Right. And I said, I didn't know he came in. Right. Uh, so they somebody neutralized him. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Lawrence and Robinson really, I mean. Dexter Lawrence is their guy on, up front. Yeah. I mean, and he is a beast. 97. A 97. Yeah. He is, I mean. He, he's, caused, he did cause some problems. Yes. He caused right. a few problems. Right. <laughs> Early you, on. Mm -hmm. Then the fire left everyone's belly on the, in, in blue. And they they were miss Aziz Ojolari is their other edge rusher. He's been out for a while, and he was actually active for this game. Right. He's another one that's been hurt. I mean, when they put their master game plan together for this season, they thought they had two really good edge rushers in Kayvon Thibodeau, who was a top-five pick yeah. last year, and Aziz Ojolari, who's a former Georgia guy who has, has had – decent seasons in the past, but he's been bothered by injuries all year. Plus, they had Dexter Lawrence and uh, Lawrence William, Leonard Williams in the middle, and they traded yeah, away Leonard, Le Williams Leonard, Leonard Williams. They traded away to Seattle yeah. at the trade deadline, yeah. and so now they're – Ojolari hasn't been there. Leonard Williams has been traded away. Uh, Thibodeau in the second half after the game was out of hand was out, but he had eight and a half sacks this season. They only have 15 sacks as a team. And, and he has eight and a half. And he has eight and a half of them. So that shit tells you where they are defensively. And, and then say, when you aren't, as you know, if you're not pressuring the quarterback, you know. We don't need you. And, and yeah, your secondary is yeah. going to be uh, exposed. I just wanted to know if, you know, we can hang our hat on at least blocking some starters. The, playing them, you know, playing against them the way we've been playing. I was wondering if they had a lot of backups uh, on the team. Uh, as far as linebackers are concerned as well, you know, because they really did finally reach their stride. Well, Okereke is a really good player, linebacker. Well, he had, he had 11 yeah. tackles. 58, Bobby Okereke. As Savannah was saying, I mean, we, we found our stride as far as running the ball this game. And I want to be able to say, hey, this is at least a decent mm -hmm. front seven right. that we were blocking. I want to yeah. be able to say that. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to go off saying that. And there's a well, you know, they had three offensive linemen that missed the game, like we had against Arizona. So that I, I want to hang my hat on that. Well, but, you can hang your hat on 640 yards. There you go. <laughs> and the last in last week, the Giants played the Raiders and got beat 30 to six, and mm -hmm. were just lifeless in that game. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was another game. The Raiders got up on them, and then you know, and that's why I think he he emphasized that last drive to try to score that touchdown. That was like practice for me. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, I didn't blame him at all for... I know, but I wanted to get there. And I didn't blame McCarthy. Let's go! Well, <laughs> in fact, on the, the the TV broadcast, they were talking... They, they wanted to, to make sure they got McCarthy and uh, Dable when they shook hands at the end of the game, make sure that there's no animosity there. Like, like there was going to be some... One of them had yeah. a problem with the other. Do they have a I thought, 
No, not at all. But they were they were alluding to it because of how the end of the game, oh. how the, you know the Cowboys were throwing the ball late in the game with Cooper Rush in at quarterback, and so then the Giants come down. But yeah, just to your score, point, yeah. they've got a rookie undrafted quarterback that needs as many reps as possible and so you're going to call timeouts you're going to that's a two-minute drill that he needs work on this is the first time he's ever practiced (laughs) this past week right okay and then from the Cowboys standpoint there's a great opportunity for Cooper Rush Michael Gallup all these guys to get involved and instead of just Mm -hmm. handing the ball off to Deuce it, which, which does nobody any good, right. you know. I'm gonna get Deuce hurt. Yeah, right. Where <laughs> you're handing ball in, in yeah. the past, early in the season, it's just you hand off the ball to Deuce, and everybody knows it's going to Deuce, and he gets mm. tackled for a yard loss. Right. Well, they this got to play a lot of guys on something. defense. Yeah, and then the offensive line, Hoffman, Bass, and Chuma, were there in the fourth quarter, and they got to get those guys some work. And he mentioned after the game one of the benefits of getting a lead like that that you don't really don't have work is you stuff. work these young yeah, guys that stuff. we're going to have to use. He mentioned that down the line. we got to play these guys. And, yeah, you know, even with the case of Rush, I mean, it's now been two months since he played in a game, and he, you know, throwing passes in a game, uh, which was in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, he did. Through an didn't he? And, and, he did. Yeah. And so you're working through all that working stuff. Working through. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the only thing he he you know, and he couldn't get mad at it. They they left CD in to catch the last two passes for nine yards, and then when he set the record, they took him out. Yeah. Right. Uh, and they knew about it too. It didn't just kind of happen. Right. So. We need to take a break. Oh yeah, we're way past. Okay, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back in a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
to mixed shots. The Salvation Army's 27th annual Red Kettle Kickoff returns to AT&T Stadium this Thanksgiving. Get excited to watch the one and only Dolly Parton rock the stage during the halftime when your Dallas Cowboys go head-to-head with the Washington Commanders. Tune in at 3.30 on CBS. I'm going to watch that halftime show. Hmm. With Dolly? Yeah. Me too, man. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be very highly rated. Washington Commanders will be the opponent. Can you believe it's next week? Thanksgiving's next week. Thanksgiving. That's crazy. Are you on the field for the for the concert? I don't know yet. Most likely. Yeah. We'll see what I what hand I have in it, but I don't know. We'll find out. She's coming to town. Dolly's coming to town. We want Dolly's autographs, all right? We're gonna put that on (laughs) you. Get us some more stuff. We'll see what we can do, guys. Get us some more stuff, man. You brought us stuff last night. It's amazing what the reaction's been like ever since it was announced that Dolly was gonna be fair at Half when time. you when you read it the first time, like man, <laughs> what? Jeez, that's big time. Because <laughs> like, you know, every once in a while they get somebody that You've I heard don't of? know anything about. <laughs> 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 At least I know Dolly. <laughs> Not that I'm a music connoisseur or anything. Which, so, by the way, Savannah, got... amongst your friends, how excited are they that Dolly is coming? I mean, she's a classic. You okay. can't go okay. wrong okay. with Dolly. All right, at, at all. I mean, she's she's Dolly. Yeah. So. And she's she seems like a cool person. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, she does. She helps out a lot of people. Does a lot of stuff. I think they ought to put Nate, here, Nate and Frisco. Nate and Frisco ought to go on stage with her. Oh man, that'd be a throwback no, be a to Thanksgiving days in the past. Yeah, he'll Nate, be a warm up. Nate and That's Dolly, mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll introduce her. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop, stop. <laughs> uh, hey, but here's one thing I, I want to say. Uh, a lot of people don't like what McCarthy's doing. I think McCarth- McCarthy's playing it pretty sly. I think he's got he's leaving a lot of cards. Like in his he's pocket. got some cards in his deck. I think he's got a lot of them. I think he's got some that he just really doesn't want to show right now. And he he's he's okay with worst case scenario five or six and three, but I still haven't gone into my bag yet. Mm-hmm. I truly think he's got some things. He made, he came out with a couple yesterday. Yeah. The the uh, the jet sweep to the CD was very well designed because it came off of. The play fake, it was the play fake up the middle, was it? I wrote it down because you're right. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he faked the ball. <laughs> he faked the ball to Pollard up the middle. Right. And Schoonmaker was coming in motion from right to left, and then he stopped and went back out, and he had to kick he out the block. That block that's right. right? He, he clipped yeah. him back, yeah. That's so right. here, look, this is when you know things are going your way and you're having a good day. Late in the game there, when Dak completed that long pass, the CD, mm-hmm. off of his back foot, jumping in the air, mm-hmm. he's trying to throw it away. And, he, and I knew he was. He admitted he goes, I tried to throw it away, and I didn't throw it far enough. Oh, when he escaped that little, yeah. he almost looked like he was getting tripped yeah. and then like, right. caught yeah. himself. Yeah. Yeah. Tossed you it. know who I thought of on that pass? I thought it was a tribute to Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a one step back, one let. No, it was a one-legged fadeaway. It, it was a one. Attempts. It was a Dirk stereotypical, yeah. the iconic Dirk. 
one-legged fadeaway. Well, he admitted in the press conference, and he said, and that tells you how good CD is because he came back and caught the ball. I was thinking if he did that on purpose, why? Yeah. You know? No, he he didn't get enough on it. Yeah, I was thinking, why would you try that? That's dangerous. I didn't know that he was trying to throw it out of bounds. He admitted. Because somebody somebody told him in the press conference that the TV camera caught him wagging his his tongue, and he was laughing. Yeah. Yeah, he got away with one there. Yeah, he sure did. He fooled me. But when it's going your way sometimes, mm-hmm. it goes your way. And we haven't seen – well, you know what? I want to say we haven't seen too many of these. But you know what? Look at their margin of victories and the majority of their games they've won. Especially Even Jerry, Jerry said – he said he, he, said, uh, he was still there talking after McCarthy finished. Uh, and he said the margin of victories – uh, has uh, uh, you know we have to consider that he goes they were surreal and yeah. he, and he's right when you beat a team that bad in this league. I mean, think of the Vikings last year, right? Yeah, those are the kind of games I think of. But those are what NFL games are supposed to be like. Come down to the wire, you one score games. Yeah, yeah, but not forty nine seventeen, forty to nothing. Well, only thirty eight to three, thirty to ten. I mean. 43 to 20. All they had is 2017 over the Chargers on the road. Mm-hmm. So, so I want to hear about Savannah's week. <laughs> I want to give you the final minute here and just you, the floor is yours because we aren't going to hear from you the rest of the week. That's true. Oh, well, yeah. you know what? I'm going to, I'll try to tune in when I can, but I will be sitting on a beach in the Dominican Republic. So. Oh! <laughs> Drop the mic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Screw you, Bill. <laughs> I ain't listening to nothing. But you know what? I will say I think it'll be it'll be fun for you guys to prep for the Panthers this week. We'll Do see you want to go ahead and make a pick for the Carolina game today? Yeah. No, what you have done sure. is opened up a Pandora's box. We're going to talk about her every day. This week about what the heck she's doing in the Dominican Republic. Uh-huh. Right now. Yeah, we are going to have fun talking about that. <laughs> for context, I'm going for, for a wedding. I'm I'm a bridesmaid. We're going to be jealous. Friends, so. We're going to be jealous. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but yes, a wedding Could... during football season. We've Someone, already discussed that. Someone scheduled a wedding during football. Who does that? Well, and he, and she's great. had back to back. Yeah. Yeah, I did one wedding this weekend. One this week. You need better friends. <laughs> I agree. If anyone's listening, please don't invite me to any more not, weddings. Not I'm over the it. Season, man. Not during football it. season. <laughs> My daughter actually, she got married Thanksgiving weekend, and so I'm sitting here walking her down the aisle, and there's a TV over here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how did what you score? <laughs> what time of year did you figure out uh-huh. to get married? We, we paused. We paused halfway down the aisle so I could the see the score of the OU game. But if I'm I was I was crying walking down the aisle, not because she was getting married, but my team was losing. OU was staking up the place. Hopefully, my microphone didn't get in the way of my insignia. Pretty cocky. This weekend, huh? I was impressed. I was impressed. Send them volunteers I back to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They really thought they were doing something. They thought they were going to make some noise coming into your place. That's what they get for piling on last year. Mm. And in closing, let's just hope you have a as good a Monday today as Jimbo Fisher did yesterday, oh, no. getting seventy-six million dollars not to work. 
<laughs> we all need a job like that, don't we? Yeah. Yes. Just fail like he did. And you can do it too. <laughs> I think Kevin Sherrington wrote in the morning news, and this is just one more Aggie joke. <laughs> wow. It is. And they did it after a 50, 51 to 10 win. Yeah. That's Crazy. why, yeah. you know what? Crazy. When you make a decision to fire a coach, don't let it linger for two weeks because he might win the so, next two so games. They should have fired him. <laughs> and then they say, oh, what are you doing? So, so they yeah, should have just announced it on Thursday week. when the Board <laughs> of Regents right. voted to take care of it before yeah. the 51 to 10. Yeah. Then the, his interim would be a really prime candidate to replace him because he'd be the head coach for that 51 That's to 10. Right. See how good I am? Interesting. Yeah. All right. That does it uh, for us. And some of us will see you tomorrow. <laughs> In the meantime, Savannah, happy travels to <laughs> the Dominican. Go. Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!